What is ULA? It's a dynamic system that has the power to help change your life for the better. Stay tuned for this fun interview with Dr. Dave Braun, co-founder of ULA, to find out more. What superhero do you relate to most? I'm so curious. Why? Each of us has our own innate nuclear power. It's God-given. And yet, we're all out here wondering, searching, forgetting, and suppressing. I know I was. It's okay. No judgments here. But I am going to get real. As a life and career coach, it's kind of my job. And you chose the show, so no one is forcing you. But the force is real. And the question I really want to ask is... What's your superpower? I'm Sharon Davenport. I've been called a real-life Wonder Woman. This show is designed to activate you alongside other superheroes. It's time that you arise, put your cape on, and fly. Welcome, my friends. It's an honor to introduce you to my friend and big brother from another mother, Dr. Dave Braun, also known as the ULA Seeker. Dave is the co-author of the best-selling book, ULA, Finding Balance in an Unbalanced World, along with co-author Dr. Dr. Troy Amdahl, who I also interviewed here on a previous interview, so go check out that episode too. Dr. Dave and Dr. Troy are also the co-founders of ULA Global, the mind and body company, and have helped people transform their lives all over the world for the past 10 years now. Uh, I bet you had your smart energy ULA shot this morning, Dave, as it's a little early for you, but thank you so much. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us this morning. Excited to have you here. I love it. <laughs> So, what were you say? I said, I love that introduction, brother from another mother. I'll go with that one. <laughs> Big brother from another mother. I got to throw that one in, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, definitely. Well, I know that it's it, we, we've gotten to know each other over the last couple of years, and I do feel like you're a big brother. So, um, that, that's really, truly how I feel. So, all right. Well, Dave, I, I'm, we're definitely going to get into ULA for sure, but there's two questions that I ask all of my guests on here. So I'm going to take you a little bit outside of your box. So I'm here, but so who is your favorite superhero and why? Um, that's super funny because as I was, as you're introducing me, I'm like, oh no, she's going to ask me that. I have no <laughs> idea. Like I'm not even into superhero movies, but I'm trying to think through who I was actually thinking of this during the introduction. I'm like, who could this possibly be? Mm -hmm. And um, I honestly, I'm a little stumped on it. Um, I'm going to go with Thor. Oh, okay. Just, it's because I, two, I'm going to go with Thor and Iron Man because I love the tech side of Iron Man. Very clever. Mm -hmm. I, love, I love the sciencey side of him. But I'm going to go with Thor just because it's just so cool. Thor is cool. And, you know, I know you and I know how much you love to work out and be strong. And so I, that actually doesn't surprise me at all. And then and then with with Iron Man, because you're you're behind the scenes of Ula, you get to get into the nitty gritty and you're you're always tinkering and you're always thinking and you can't sleep. I definitely can see Iron Man, too. <laughs> I, I get that. And now I was going to say Batman and Robin because of Troy and I, but I, I wouldn't know who is Batman. Who is Batman so I'm going to leave that one out. Oh, there we go. There we, that would be, that would be funny. Oh, we could have a debate on that one with you guys. <laughs> um, awesome. Okay. So next question I always ask is, um, 
what would you say is your superpower and how do you use it on your day to day? Uh, I know my superpower for sure. Um, and it's something that I feel like I was born with and possibly cultivated over time. And it's purely positivity. Mm. And um, it's something that I've always had. Um, it's to the point of driving people crazy because I'm always happy, always positive, always optimistic. And I know some people that can appear happy and appear positive and optimistic really are struggling inside. And for me, it's very, very authentic. Um, I even when I was going through tough times in my life, whether it was going through a divorce or going through a bankruptcy in my life, I did in 2007, 2008. I actually was fairly positive. Troy said, how can you be happy every day with everything you're going through? Mm. And I just always had that positive and optimistic outlook. So I'm grateful that I was born with that because I feel like I've had that forever. But that's been a huge thing for me with starting multiple businesses and going, going through life, raising five kids, all that is to really have that optimistic, positive outlook on things. So that's definitely my superpower. I love it. And I would say that I can 100% attest to that and getting to know you over the last couple of years too. And, and what's beautiful is, you know, that when, whenever anybody comes to talk with you, they can know that they're going to be, um, that they're going to have that and that you're contagious with that too. And that's one, one reason why I think people are drawn to you is because you have that contagious and wonderful energy that people need, especially when things are tough and especially as, and you can empathize with them. So you have that positivity and that energy, but you're also able to empathize because of what you've gone through. And we will get into that a little bit more here. Um, <laughs> as, as, there are some of those that are listening and watching this as well who may have no idea what ULA is. Can you please share with us what is ULA? ULA is about balancing your life in seven key areas. I've learned this from Dr. Troy in 1997. I was a young guy, uh, graduated with my chiropractic degree. He took me to Vegas and he taught me this system. He said, it's really not a secret to living a balanced life. There's a system to living a balanced life. And it's about balancing these seven key areas, fitness, finance, family, field, which is your career, faith, friends, and fun. And that is something. So Sharon knows me very well from, oh, I'm optimistic and positive, but I need a system to actually do work. I need a system to work out. I need a system to actually work on my life. So for me, it's the beautiful part of ULA is that it's purely a system. It's a framework that anybody can work through to find more balanced growth and purpose in life. I love it. And I think if we all look at our lives, we would all agree we need systems because with life, so many distractions nowadays and social media and all the things that pull us in so many different directions and the negativity that's associated with some of those platforms is it can be associated with some of those platforms too. We need the positivity and the systems to keep us on track in our lives in all of the key areas you mentioned. So uh, ULA is fantastic. So you you have an incredible story about how you had it all, the big house, the, the fancy cars, the great job, then how you lost it all. And then and then what it took for you to get to from where you where you are now from there to where you are now. Can you please share with our friends listening a little bit about your story and how you had to how it stepped into what you're called to be and do today? Yeah, it really picks up from Dr. Troy teaching me this system about balancing and growing your life in these seven key areas. And when I started to implement that in my 20s, I found success, like Sharon said, married, kids, uh, career, uh, truly living a balanced and growing life in all seven key areas. And then I found myself in 2007, 8, 9, going through the financial crash of 2007. Mm -hmm. um, I found myself going through a divorce at that time and truly losing everything. And um, 
living on a motel on the bad side of town, bankrupt, divorced, stressed out, eye twitch that I had for about a year because of all this. It was crazy. It was total craziness. And I reached out to Dr. Troy at this time and he was fully retired. He retired at 42, uh, married to his high school sweetheart, great kids traveling the world. I'm um, really living his Zula life. And I was living in a motel on the bad side of town. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, how did you get here? And I'm like, I don't know. I quit doing that Ula thing when I got successful. Mm-hmm. I just drifted from these principles. And I found myself at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And I told him at that time, he goes, put Ula back into your life. And mm-hmm. let's work on this together as a buddy. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be your accountability partner and coach. And as I started working on my Ula life, um, I said, if this works for me, we're going to share that, share this with the world. Mm-hmm. And I wrote it down. I have the notebook right in front of me. Mm-hmm. It says, a visionary leader, educator, entertainer, facilitator of Ula around the world. And I said, if this Ula thing works for me, I'm going to share Ula with the world. And 2012, 10 years ago, um, my life was much better. We wrote the first book. And from there, it's kind of history. Three international bestselling books, over a million people following Ula, tattoos of Ula on people's <laughs> bodies all over the world. Um, and people just saying like, hey, there's a better way to live my life. And I want to use this framework in this system to build the life of my dreams. And, and that's, that's what I've done uh, in, in my 20s. I lost that in my 30s. I got back to that in my 40s. And now I'm entering my 50s right now in just such a much better place than I've ever been in my life. That's that's incredible. And you know you've made an impact in people's lives when they are tattooing ink on their body. for <laughs> 100%. The first time I saw that, I almost fell over. Um, <laughs> now it happens like every one to two weeks. We get yeah. And it's really cool that people, that ULAs inspire them or help change their life or transform their life to a point where they would tattoo a brand on their body. I, I think it's the coolest thing ever. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I know, so the ULA, the, part of the brand is the ULA bus. And you guys have traveled all over the United States collecting people's dreams. And um, can you share just a little bit about the impact that that's had on you as you have traveled around and watched people their their experience when they're putting their dream on the bus as well that's a great question because i always ask i'm always asked like you know what tell me some stories from the bus of people you met how it's impacted them i've never been asked i don't think how it's impacted me and Mm -hmm. to tell you the truth it is absolutely one of the my favorite things i have ever done and ever still do is getting on the bus and traveling across the country it's a 1970 vita bus (laughs) nothing glamorous no, no air, no heat, little <laughs> tiny motor. It breaks down all the time. But we've driven that to 48 states, many states multiple times, and collecting dreams, wow. um, getting to know people in small towns across America, yeah. um, the culture, the food, um, and really collecting people's dreams and, and, and saying, you know, you're designed for greatness and a purpose. Yeah. What do you want to achieve in your life? And so many times people don't know. And they sit there for a while, many times with tears in their eyes. But once they write down something, whether it be a better dad or, you know, finally chase that career I've always dreamed of or pay off my debt or Mm -hmm. forgive Mm -hmm. myself, less guilt, whatever that is. And they put that on the bus with that collective energy of all the dreams we've collected around the world. Um, It's it's just the most special thing I've ever done. And I really feel like at my last breath, I will look back at the moments on the bus as some of the most special work I've ever done is most special thing I've ever been part of for sure. A hundred percent. So I, and I just know you and I know how deep you feel. And so that's one reason why I wanted to ask that is because um, I know it's impacted you in a positive way. And I love how at the end of your life, you're going to look back and that's going to probably be one of the big things that you see. So um, 
I love that. So how can those that are listening who may be, may be seeking themselves, like um, <clears throat> looking for balance, excuse me, looking for balance, how can they actually um, plug in to ULA? How can they plug into this incredible system to help to positively impact and change their lives? I, th I think there's three ways. I think one is just connecting with the community. The, the fastest, easiest way is connecting with the community on social media, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, whatever, Twitter. Um, that's so easy just to connect. I think in Ula, I'm going to rephrase and say, I know in Ula, we have mm -hmm. one of the best communities on the planet of mm -hmm. support, non-judgment, helping people truly live their best lives. It's something that I didn't see happening and organically grew. Um, and I'm very, I wouldn't say proud of it. I'm very humble that we have this community that we have. It's, in, it's incredible. Number two, just going to ulalife.com and checking that out, getting a book. Um, would be the number two way, going to ulife.com, getting a book. And then the other way is actually going through the digital framework. So if someone's like, man, I really need a community, go and fo start following ULA. If they're like, man, I really start to need to learn a system, grab the book. And if you're like, man, I really, it's time for me for change. It's time for me to really go all in on myself and transform my life, find more balance, pay off debt, whatever that is that you're mm -hmm. going through, um, then I would just get right into the digital framework and start really putting your life through what's called the blueprint, and into your dashboard where you learn my breakthrough experience and my personalized path. I love it. <clears throat> I love it. Love it. Um, yeah. So many ways. And guys listening, you can feel free to reach out to me because I am definitely a part of the Ula community. I'd love to help you on your journey. Um, I've been had the honor of working with Dave and Troy uh, and this the whole community for a while. So I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to help you on that process as well. So um, put that little plug in there while we're while we're going along. <laughs> We should totally flip the script and I should be interviewing you. Ah. Like, uh, <laughs> coaches and ambassadors in Ula. Here in oh. Ula world. That's how we should do this. Oh, so, right. Maybe, maybe on the next one. <laughs> I'm just next time. <laughs> next time. Next time for sure. Yeah. So, so as you kind of going back to the bus and you, you're, you've traveled around the U S and I, I did ask you about how you, what you experienced, but also like, can you share with those listening? Um, we love stories on here. Can you share one of the most um, incredible stories that, that um, you experienced on the road? Um, something that really, really hit home. Like I know there's so many you could choose from, but something you'd share with our, those listening about what you experienced. Man, that is a great question. There's so many uh, stories from the road. Um, I, I just was pulling up old video and, mm -hmm. There's a video of there's a video of us driving across Alligator Alley in Florida, mm -hmm. and some guy chasing us down in his pickup truck. Mm -hmm. And I was on Facebook Live at the time, ironically, so I was able to capture a lot of this. And he, he was chasing us down, came up beside us, asked us what this bus is all about. Troy Troy was yelling at him, um, saying it's about hope, it's about you know your dreams. And the guy drove off. And then we saw the guy stop us. And I was on Facebook Live and I said, okay, guys, we might get murdered here. Like on Alex Rally, <laughs> pickup truck chasing us down. And a big bearded guy, uh, we pulled over to kind of, he, he pulled us over. He was down the road, pulled us over. And we walked back there and he goes, I want to put a dream on your bus. Like I looked mm -hmm. you up. And I had all of this on video. And I just, I just saw this video yesterday because I was going through some old stuff. And at that moment, this big burly guy with the beard and Troy was talking to him about, man, you're designed by God for greatness and a purpose. You have this amazing study. What are your dreams? And this guy started crying. And I was like, like I'm thinking we're going to be murdered by this big bearded guy. And then like 10 minutes later, this guy's crying on the side of the road because he really was going through a tough spot. 
Yeah. And there, there's so many. We were just at um, Rise with Lula Festival in Vegas and collected mm. over 4,000 dreams. Wow. Um, and there's so many stories from there, so many stories from our first road trip uh, up the PCH in California. But that one, just because I saw the video and it was very impactful for me because it was insight into my life because I saw a bearded guy in a pickup truck pulling us mm -hmm. up the alligator alley. And I was like, instantly, you judge someone. And I, I was like, sure. Judgmental person. I'm like, what is this guy doing? Everybody on Facebook Live, watch this guy. This is the guy who's gonna, you know, cause harm. And he ended up being one of the sweetest mm -hmm. guys ever, just really going through a tough time. And and how true is that? That sometimes just by somebody, the way that they look, and you're not alone in that. I think we all are preconditioned to to think certain things about certain people. So, and what a gift that was. And how cool that you recorded it so you have it to look back on and remember and remind yourself, this is why we're doing what we're doing. This is for, it's for the guy who is in the pickup truck, who is the sweetest guy ever. And and what a gift that is for sure. So, so and, and kind of going along with talking about, you know, um, talking about how that, that we might see or perceive people. I mean, I don't think this has anything to do with it really, but how would you say your, your upgrade upbringing comes into play with who you are today um, and how you were raised? I want to hear about that. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff real interesting on that. Um, I actually just went through a personality profile mm -hmm. of myself with a coach nice. and just really to understand who I am. And, and there's a real interesting thing that about 60% research shows that about 60% of who we are is how we were born. Mm -hmm. And about 40% is through nurture. Mm -hmm. And if I look at this like positive, um, my family calls it the happy gene um, that I got. It's, it goes back to my grandpa on my mom's side, who everybody, everybody in my family goes, you are just like him, the way you talk, the way you interact, wow. the way you smile, whatever. So part of it is in your genetic makeup, right? But then there is a part of this 40% that you actually learn over time. And in that 40%, for sure, growing up on a farm in the Midwest in a small town, mm -hmm. I learned hard work. Um, I've learned integrity in that, for sure. My, I had an amazing family. Mm -hmm. um, I learned love to a point of like, I need too much of it. Like I need hugs all the time, which is <laughs> embarrassing and crazy, but I had four sisters. And uh, Adina, my wife knows, she's like, gotta, she has to come and hug me every once in a while. So there's just things that you learn. Now, the other thing is if you look at this and say 60% of my personality and who I am and how I interact is just wired in my DNA. 40% mm -hmm. is something you've learned over time. You also have this ability to express genes differently and understand that 60%. So you can take that 60% and it's like, man, there's this one thing I don't, I know I got this because I have that negativity or I have that worry mm. that my family has. You have to first be aware of that and then you can work with that and start to say, man, there's, there's just a different way I want to live this and start to not express, you know, that part of you understanding that that's one of the traits you have. So, yeah, I mean, I, I was raised, I, I was raised to be a hardworking, um, mm -hmm. adventurous person. And that's just really, I, I really, that's who I became. I, I love it. Like I, I love how I was raised. I always say that I wish I could go back and have done more. Um, because I love the world and love travel so much. And the first time I was on an airplane, I think I was like 24 because we didn't go anywhere. We grew up in a small town and we worked nonstop Christmas, Easter, like birthdays. Um, you just worked because it was a son. So I, sometimes I wish I would have had like this different childhood of travel, but I think I appreciate it more now. 
I think you probably do too, because because of growing up. But you, but did that work ethic that that instilled in you, and and the the everything you have to do on a farm that some of our listeners know understand and know, and some some may not. But I think that has helped cultivate who you are today. I kind of I kind of was like, oh, I want to hear what he says on this one because because I have been able to see you now and and the fact that you you care about people you like those hugs and the the four sisters definitely come into play there so um it's just it's neat to see and it's neat that you just did that test I actually forgot that that you did that when I wanted to ask you that so um very fun but uh so Jared 23 strong I would love for our friends who are listening to hear a little bit about his story, because I know that that his story has impacted you and Ula significantly. So can you share a little bit about Jared's story and, and 23 strong? Yeah, there, I would definitely not be where I am today. And I definitely, there Ula, Ula wouldn't exist. We wouldn't be on this um, mm. podcast without Jared for hundred, a hundred percent. I had this idea of Ula a uh, long time ago uh, with Troy. I had the idea someday I want to turn it into uh, a way to share with other people. And the reality is, is that when I was going through my divorce and bankruptcy and losing everything, um, my life was just terrible. Um, I was going mm-hmm. through a lot, a lot of stuff uh, mm-hmm. in that moment. But my nephew, Jared, at 16, was diagnosed with cancer, mm-hmm. right, at, right in the middle of my mess, about a year after I started kind of grinding through this mess. Um, he was diagnosed with cancer. It gave me, first of all, it gave me a new perspective on you know, my kids are healthy. So life's not that bad. I can, I can manage what I'm going through, which is crazy that I needed that to get put to put a different spin on on what my life was, you know, what I was going through in my life at that time. But after two years of getting better and getting worse and getting better in this treatment and that treatment after two years, um, he passed away, he was 18 years old, he passed away from cancer. And I remember a very, very, very long drive the night I heard he passed away driving from North Dakota or from Salt Lake City back to North Dakota in the middle of the night with my kids. Mm. I, I really left that in the evening. I drove through the night to get back to my family. And uh, I remember a lot of black sky, starry night, like thinking yeah. and thinking a lot about what I've learned in this process and how what I've learned from him. But when I got to this little farm in the middle of nowhere, still one of my favorite places on earth, my sister and her husband's farm. Yeah family farm there uh, beautiful old house with a wraparound porch the whole thing it's beautiful they fix it up but we got there and she, my sister who just lost her son was obviously a, a, a disaster wreck but she took me upstairs and we sat on jared's bed and she pulled out a letter and she goes he wrote this letter when he found out he had cancer came back and he had to go down to houston for treatment and couldn't mm-hmm. go to college and all this stuff and as i read that letter in the middle of the letter in, in the middle paragraph said um, I'm grateful that God chose me for cancer, not my mom and dad. I'm grateful that God chose me for cancer and not my brothers or my sister. I'm grateful that God chose me for cancer, not my cousins, which are my kids. I'm grateful right. that God chose me for cancer and not my friends. And then the last sentence was, I'm grateful that God chose me for cancer to teach others how to be strong. And that completely changed everything in my life instantly in that little tiny room in that farmhouse, like instant change in my life. And I was like, after the funeral, driving back home to Salt Lake City, where I lived at the time, I'm like, it's time to just share this. Like, it's time to share Ula. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm waiting for. Life is short. Life is precious. Right. Um, I've been, you know, 
little stressed out, going through a lot in my life, but who cares? I don't need to be, you know, perfect to write this story and tell right. this story. I need to grab people where they are and take them on this journey. Um, and yeah, so it really led to the first book, which led to all of this, which really recently within the last week, launching 23 strong with mm. cowboy, James Lawrence. Um, he's, he's extremely, um, he's, he's a famous dude, but yeah. he has run 50. He's completed 50 Ironman in 50 States in 50 days. And then he's for 100, which is a hundred Ironman in a row. And on day 101, when everybody would rest, he woke up and did another one for fun. Um, and basically he's created this whole, uh, following of not, not teaching people about Ironman, but teaching people how to have a strong mindset to get mm -hmm. through anything. And that we teamed up with him. He's a great friend of mine. Uh, mm -hmm. we teamed up with him and created a program called 23 strong. There are seven phases of 23 strong and some surprises, but seven phases <laughs> of 23 strong. And it's, it's based on my nephew, but also a lot of the training is based on mm -hmm. James's training, mental training to be able to do what he's done. And there's three elements to his training that are just so important. One is actually learning new skills to be mm -hmm. mentally tough and strong to achieve your goals and live your ULA life. The second one is to go through habit training, do something every single day for this whole 23 days. And then the other one is stretch, stretch actions is what mm -hmm. we call it. And it's something to just shake you up every morning in your phone, <laughs> it buzzes and there's something you need to do. Um, and it, you know, whether it's a mind challenge or a body challenge, you have to figure out how to make that happen that day, um, just to really push you. And uh, it's an incredible program just launched a week ago. So we're, I'm proud of that. And I know for a fact, um, I, I really, a lot, while we were building this, I spent a lot of time with my sister, Jared's mom, Yeah, sending her videos, sending her ideas. She yeah. helped put a lot of this together. Some of the, the challenges and action steps she worked with the iron cowboy on and put it all together. And it's just, uh, Super cool. It's a great program. It is a great program. I I have been doing it for the last couple of days since it launched. And this morning I, I chose, you know, you can choose the different levels that you come in at. And knowing my bandwidth, I actually chose the easier route, but I did the mind and the body. And um, where I was doing wall squats and um, some some jumping jacks the other day, I, today was, you know, tell yourself something positive about yourself. And I won't give away any more than that. With um, But that was, I was just like, oh. Well, yeah, there we go. In my affirmations, I can do that <laughs> for sure. Like, easy. I'm beautiful and smart. And I can do that <laughs> right. all day long. No. Okay. Way easier than wall spots. Yeah, that's not, it's a little different. Than, and my son did those with me. I, I know I told you the story, but um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't make them do them alone for me. I did them with them. But I loved what you had said just a moment ago is that when you were driving back, you know, it, it did take something big for you to to realize. But you you acted on on this experience that you had. You acted on it and you 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 said to yourself, you know, don't wait, take action. You know, just the, the world needs this. And you have been able to honor your nephew hugely with how that you have have created ULA and look where it is today. It's, it's literally gone around the world to impact people's lives in a positive way. And it's spreading and it's, you know, everybody in the world is going to get to hear about it um, over time. And that's why we have the ULA army, the people that are, are spreading ULA, which is, which is so great. So 
um, it's, this is truly, it's a, it's a movement. It's, um, a life change. It's a positive movement, which has been so fun to be a part of and to exp um, experience, but also to promote as well. So, um, it's an honor to, to work alongside you with this too. So, you know, and, and you're called the Ula Seeker before we wrap it up here. Um, you know, you're called the Ula Seeker. What is, what does Ula Seeker mean to you? Uh, just tell us a little bit about, about that. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's really a character. Uh, when we sat down and wrote the first book, uh, this, this is in this, no one probably knows this. This is really funny. I just going through old stuff. Mm -hmm. And when we sat down and wrote, wrote the first book, Ula, I was at Troy's cabin and we sat down mm -hmm. and we just started writing out this framework. There's seven key areas of life. There's three simple steps where you are today, where you want to go, how are you going to get there? Mm -hmm. There's seven things that are going to get in the way called road blockers that we changed to Ula blockers in the oh, book. And there's seven things that are going to help move you forward, like gratitude, passion, love, wisdom, integrity, called accelerators, which are called ULA accelerators. But when we first sat down to write the book, um, I just said, Troy, you're the ULA guru because he taught me ULA. He lived ULA. He retired at 42, debt free, married to a He lived ULA. Right. And he said, I'll be the ULA master. I don't know if you know this. I'm like, well, that was my superpower. I'm going to be the ULA master. Um, and I'm going to master this thing called ULA over time. Mm -hmm. And as we started writing the book, I'm like, I'm the ULA seeker. I'm mm -hmm. I don't even have it. I mean, I'm living in like a condo with five kids and, um, you know, just really just trying to figure out my life and figure out my career and my faith walk and everything. So that's how I became the ULA seeker is like, I'm seeking ULA. And ironically, it's been the best name for me because it's truly who I am and it's been able to connect with other people because most people are seeking ULA, a better life, a more balanced right. life, like everybody is. Um, and not a lot of people can say, I'm the guru, I have it perfect. And even Troy says, you know, tongue in cheek on that because he's going through stuff all the time as well, like, mm -hmm. you know, family and life and business and all of those things as he's navigating life. Uh, but he's truly, he's the ULA guru, I'm the ULA seeker. I'm glad I got the name. And it happened like, that I was a little master for the first three chapters and went back. <laughs> so luckily, I changed that for sure. You know, and I think people really can relate to the Ula Seeker because we're all we're all seeking, and then but we also need a guru in our life to keep us on track. But then I know that sometimes the seeker, just like the student, becomes a teacher. I know that you've helped encourage him to have to to get out of his comfort zone, to have more fun in life, to to um, go back to to work. You said he's the he, where you challenged him in a good way, and so um, I think being the seeker has definitely had its advantages as well so yeah 100 i got that role <laughs> there we go there we go awesome i love it okay so as we wrap up here is there anything else that you would share with our friends listening today that any last bits of wisdom or or encouragements or challenges before yeah, we I'm, actually, I'm gonna go off of what you were just saying a little bit ago um about why did why do we wait mm -hmm. um you know, why, why does it take something drastic or something big to right. make us take action, to help us take action? I was talking to a guy last night, really close personal friend of mine, mm -hmm. knowing forever he's going through a divorce. Mm -hmm. um, and he's right in the middle of all the pain. And he said, I don't know, like, I mean, we've been going through so much hard stuff the last six months and I started getting in shape and I'm doing the dishes now and I'm really trying to help out. I'm like, dude, where were you for the last 17 years doing the dishes and getting in shape and take care of yourself? Um, it's wow. so true. It's so it's so many times we have to have something drastic happen in our lives to start to create that change. And for me, it was I went through a divorce, and then 
scared passing away. I had two smacks in the face, two wake up calls to like, go do what you're designed to do. And that would be my biggest encouragement to all of you. And then purely, I think the bus does that. I mean, the bus is emotional for people on the side of the road at a right. or wherever we are. It can be that thing that sparks that change, the catalyst that creates that one moment where someone says, okay, I'm done waiting. I'm getting out of this abusive marriage or I'm going to fix my marriage, whatever they decide when they're standing in front of the bus. But we see a lot of tears and we see those moments. And I'm hoping that the bus is that that's that punch in the face uh, type of thing. But don't wait for that. I mean, if you can look at your life right now and say, I'm in my marriage, but I'm not really working on it. Um, I should step it up, step it up. I'm working through life and I'm not taking care of my body. Start taking care of your body. I had this dream of this business. I've always wanted to start, but I'm just, I don't have the courage. I'm afraid. Just start it. Like, mm. just go because man, time is like that. It's right. just so fast. 10 years, Ula, 10 years old. Crazy. Wow. Wow. We just talked about that. Yeah. My son turned 10 right before the anniversary the day before the 10 year anniversary of Ula. So, um, it, so cool how all those things come into alignment. But yeah, don't don't wait. Start today with whatever you've been feeling, whatever has been put on your heart, whatever you've been wanting to do. And it can be sloppy and it can be messy and it doesn't have to be perfect out of the gate because you'll find two in it as you go, which is so powerful. But thank you so much, Dr. Dave. For those of you listening, if you want to know more about ULA and how to find more balance in your own life, feel free to reach out to me directly, Instagram or Facebook uh, and Sharon at Sharon Davenport underscore for Instagram. You know, it's been a privilege to work alongside Dave and Troy in the last several years and to, and it would be an honor to help you on your ULA journey too. Again, thank you so much, Dave, and for joining us. And and guys, we'll be back with our next amazing modern day superhero um, in two weeks, around two weeks. Until then, and as always, go use your unique superpower to change someone's life for the better today. Thank you again, Dave. Bye for thank now. You so much. Thank <laughs> you.